Hello everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. I have two surprises today. The first surprise, as you can see, is, or as should I say, as you can hear, is that I sound like Hulk Hogan. So you have a new voice to listen to, to just change it all up. Um, and the second surprise is I have a wonderful guest. A guest that I'm very excited about. And this guest is basically the person who has paved the way for me over the last probably nearly a year at this stage. When I first discovered her and her podcast it just opened up so many doors and avenues and and then I trained with her. She taught me how to do quantum hypnosis, the healing modality that I use with my clients. So you could probably guess who it is now. It's Monet Coombs. And I'm so excited to bring, to introduce you to her today. Hey. Hi. Good morning for you. Good morning or good evening for you. Yeah. <laughs> whatever time it is. <laughs> it's like five o'clock here and it's lashing rain. Can you hear the rain? Probably no. not. Uh-uh. It's like absolutely lashing out of the heavens. <laughs> so oh this- my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I can't thank- hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the podcast. Sure. And it's good to. to see you again. You too. I like your background. Oh, thank background. you. Yes, I switched things up. Yes, perfect. So I've already pressed record just in case. Okay, sounds yes. good. So yes, thank you so much for coming on. You're like our mother hen in Aww. the QHC course and <laughs> the healing quantum healing community. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And how you ended up at this moment in your life. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I I grew up in a, I would say like a, a household where new age spirituality was kind of the norm. Um, I grew up around a lot of crystals, grew up um, meditating. I actually went to a, um, the place of worship that, that I went to um, with my, my mom who took me when I was a kid, uh, was non-sectarian, but with a Hindu influence. So we learned all about reincarnation. We learned how to meditate, how to, you know, connect with source, all of the stuff that was pretty unique, I think, for, um, for, for a child to grow, grow up around. So I'm kind of someone who maybe I never had like a spiritual awakening. It was something that just kind of, mm-hmm. I grew up with, right. It was just my normal. Um, I actually, it was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand that other kids didn't have that background. And so I'd always, you know, I'd be like, well, what are you learning about in Sunday school? And, you know, I'm like, well, you haven't learned about, you know, the, <laughs> the gurus and, <laughs> and how to meditate. Like, what are you guys doing? So I thought it was really normal. Um, and so 
I just kind of, you know, that was something that was just kind of in me. Um, and when I was a kid, though, I was a very, I was very, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it like to kind of an extreme degree. Um, I would, I was kind of like a little adult. Um, I would spend my days, you know, meditating, um, praying for world peace, mm-hmm. uh, universal peace, all this like weird stuff that most, oh. I mean, most children are not really concerned about the affairs of the galaxy, but I was for, yeah. you know, for some reason, <laughs> um, find out why later, but, uh, yeah. So I, I was just very, I was a very serious kid that was very, you know, it was like, I knew I, I could see the injustice in the world. And I knew that it wasn't right. I knew that people, people, animals, the nature, you know, everything suffering was not right. And it was very, um, I felt disconnected from others because of this, mm-hmm. because that wasn't what was on the mind of other children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a time passed, um, ended up being, well, I had my galactic awakening then later, um, a few years ago, which was kind of like my version of maybe most people's spiritual awakening where you have this big upheaval. It's like, oh my gosh, everything I knew was, is wrong. Um, but for me, it, it was more of, I, I had these kind of ideas of my soul's journey, my past lives, what I was here to do. You know, I just kind of had th- these ideas in my head, um, based off of, you know, the, what I knew about, um, spirituality. And, um, then I, well, actually what happened was I, I was always afraid of aliens that was my biggest fear aliens and dinosaurs mm-hmm. <laughs> <Which are laughs> kind of similar <laughs> yes exactly i didn't know it at the time um and i had this i would have these nightmares about alien attacks i would i was absolutely as a kid terrified of dinosaurs like to a, a very silly degree where you know it was like I was just afraid they were going to pop out of nowhere and come eat me in my kitchen. Um, something I didn't understand and nobody really understood. Um, and I was always afraid of some sort of alien invasion. That was one of the things on my prayer list of what I was praying to not happen. Um, and so then what happened was I, um, you know, I still had this fear of aliens. Couldn't watch any movies. Couldn't watch Jurassic Park <laughs> for that matter. Um and then I ended up with a, um, I, I became a life coach. I became a birth deal life coach, kind of got into this kind of personal development mm-hmm. healing kind of space. And then um, I knew that there's some modality that was missing that I was, I was meant to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it came along, it was, it was, um, you know, past life regression hypnosis and when I had, I went through a, a program with that. And after the program, I had my very own session for myself and uh, with one of the other students in the program. And what came through was not what I expected. I mean, I thought I had just learned what a starseed was. 
um, through that course, I started reading Dolores Cannon. I read the three waves of volunteers and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like mm. that kind of describes me a little bit. So yeah, it's kind of like, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm probably a star seed, you know, just thinking not a whole lot about it, but like, maybe this is something that I will discover for myself through this session. What came through was not what I was expecting at all. Um, I connected with a past incarnation of myself uh, from Lyra, who, which is a civilization, um, like an ancient mm -hmm. uh, galactic civilization, one of the very first. Well, yeah, the first in this galaxy. And um, he showed me the memories of an attack on that planet that I lived on. Um, by the draconians, which are a reptilian species. And all of a sudden, everything kind of made sense. It's like, okay, here comes, this is where my fear of <laughs> aliens attacks comes from. This is where my fear of dinosaurs comes from. Mm -hmm. um, and it really, really broke me open because it was all of a sudden I, you know, I had always, I had all these ideas about who I was. All of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, no, you, there's, there's a lot more here for you um and you know I was kind of given my my mission in, in a sense which is you know to to spread this awareness of um our you know us as not just being these humans in a meat suit on earth but that there's so much more to us and um and it was very emotional very intense it explained all of my kind of anxiety that I've, I'd ever had about everything um, and, and this, this incarnation in particular, he was, um, you know, he, he, he ended up, uh, he, he worked in like the government in, in Lyra and was concerned with peace affairs, things like that. And so he ended up, um, helping form the Galactic Federation after this attack. So connecting with him <laughs> was a huge, massive surprise, um, but it really showed me what I was here to do. And um, that's when I began kind of experimenting with hypnosis. I became really interested in finding out, okay, if we, you know, if we do a, a past life regression on some somebody, what if we just go in and look for galactic lifetimes on other planets mm -hmm. um, as other species? And so I began, you know, doing a lot of working with a lot of guinea pigs who would let me practice on them and ended up finding out that if you go looking for a galactic lifetime in somebody's subconscious, you will find it. And that taught me, I, I just got really into um, learning everything I could mm -hmm. about galactic history, about why we're here, what we're here to do. And, um, and just kind of going, I just got, um, it, it, it made me realize that this is something that if I felt this way and I, and I felt so helped and understood by discovering my own journey and why I am the way I am and what I'm here to do, that there must be other people out there that surely are also here to do big things and have connections to these other, you know, their own beings. Um, and then that's kind of how everything unfolded I, I put out the call I started a podcast and and all of a sudden people started turning up and saying hey like this could help explain everything for me and yeah. we would and we'd go in and we would find exactly what we were looking for um 
without knowing what might come through. And yeah. so that just um, became something that I'm very passionate about and lucky yeah. to be able to teach people how to do now. And very good at it too. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like you were guided like a little bit. It seems like the path mm -hmm. was paved and was That's only a matter of time. Excuse my Hulk Hogan voice. My voice has gone from a cold. Oh, no, that's okay. But um, so did you feel guided throughout the whole thing? Yeah, it was actually really interesting. Um, You know, I really, it, when I kind of started to allow myself to be mm -hmm. guided was when everything changed. So, you know, I had come to a point where I'd, I'd been a life coach for a while. I'd been mostly coaching, um, doing business coaching, things like that. And, um, and, uh, I, but I just was kind of like this, this isn't it. I don't know what I'm doing. Like there's something more that I'm supposed to be doing. And that was kind of when I, I, I just kind of threw my hands up and said, I'm going to stop trying to figure it out. I'm going to let, I'm going to use my go within and allow myself to be led because I know that somebody's trying to reach me here and tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and once I did that, that was, that was when all the kind of synchronicities happened and, and hypnosis landed into my lap. And, um, and from there, you know, we started to kind of <laughs> uncover all the ways that I had been guided this whole time that I didn't even realize. And how do you tap into your guidance every day? What's mm. your like daily routine? Oh, daily routine. Um, my daily routine is a little chaotic. Well, <laughs> you have um, a full house, I imagine. Yes, I do. Um, you know, I, I always try, I try to catch myself for me. It's, it's kind of more about like a daily course correction. So when I notice myself kind of getting really stuck in trying to, to figure things out, trying to use my conscious mind to to do everything. Um, and uh, what I, I, I always end up coming back to is every time I've ever asked for help, every time I've ever said, I'm just throwing my hands up and somebody help me here. Like, I know you're, <laughs> I know you're, you're, my team is, you know, loves me unconditionally, will always help guide me. And I just ask for it. Then I get I always get the answers. So it's more of like a, a check-in to make sure that I'm not like so stuck in this muggle mm -hmm. <laughs> reality where it's like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to wash the dishes. I got to make this post on social media. Right. And it's like, okay, hold on. Always having to just kind of check in with myself yeah. and my team. Um, one of my favorite ways to do that is through my um, galactic heritage card, uh, deck that I it's my favorite um my favorite deck that I use and so if I will I pull cards for myself a lot that is one thing that I that I do and I I always find the answers in there I may not know exactly what they mean in the moment but the, <laughs> then it all kind of makes sense as as soon as uh I've integrated whatever whatever lesson they're trying to tell me and it's yeah. usually some <laughs> Usually they're giving me some sort of a, a pep Metaf talk or a hard, harsh lesson. <laughs> yeah. Or a metaphor. And you yeah. need to like figure it out and like put the pieces together. Yeah, exactly. It's like a little riddle. And I'm like, well, okay, what are you trying to tell me today? 
I'm listening fine. <laughs> That's so funny. And in because obviously I listen to your podcast as well every week. Mm-hmm. How are how is your connection with Mark coming along? Does do, is it a daily thing? You know, it's it's the more the more I've opened up to her mm-hmm. um through hypnosis through channeling practice the more um and and for anybody who doesn't know Mark Carr is my my parallel um entity that I'm connected with. She currently mm-hmm. works on a, a ship um, in the Galactic Federation, a, a Lyran um, feline humanoid being. Um, she, so the, the more I've connected with her and opened up that connection, it's like the thinner the wall has gotten, yeah. um, which has been a really interesting experience. So she, I can always tell when she kind of pops in and um, it's almost like now I have like, it's like that connection can't be un it can't be unbroken because it's it's just there and so I'll hear her pop in every once in a while and then sometimes I'll you know intentionally connect with her um certain things will happen like uh what was it the other day I was looking at I was showing somebody like um a picture of where I, I believe Atlantis is and she has a history in Atlantis very emotional history in Atlantis and so I was showing picture of the um eye of the Sahara which is I believe that's where it is and and I'm looking at it and all of a sudden I just is like all these tears come out and I'm like what the Uh hell those are not my tears (laughs) so so it's kind of like that where it's like um learning how to differentiate between me and her um because that's something that I'm sure she was coming through my whole life at times and I just didn't know it now it's just that it's it's easier for her to come through and that that veil is a little bit thinner especially when we get like outbursts of emotions and we don't know yeah. what's going on <laughs> yeah I'll have these weird experiences where I'm like that pretty sure that's not me <laughs> and then as soon as I slow down and like listen then it's like you know she might want to actually come through um or she'll just relay information to me and then I'm kind of and then I can channel it or um pass it along to whoever I'm talking to um especially if if I'm working with someone who she knows, or if, if it's some, like she's connected to their, their parallel being, um, I've had clients like that, or if we are talking about a, you know, exploring or talking about a subject that she knows about, cause she was there, for example, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Atlantis, ancient Egypt or something, then it's like, she can't help herself. She gets all excited and comes through and (laughs) just dumps info on me. I'm like, okay, I get it. Thank you. That's so funny. And mm. what's her opinion about what's happening right now in the world? Yes. She came through um, actually as a kind of a surprise when I was recording my podcast to give her her two cents on that. Um, mm-hmm. It's all we as a species need to basically start figuring our shit out before we start um trying to do things like improve you know go into space uh nuclear weapons ai like all this stuff that is way too advanced for our human consciousness Mm -hmm. at this time um our focus really needs to be on unification and seeing each other 
as the same species, right? Not I'm from here, you're from there. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, this is what I believe. So what you believe is wrong, right? That is our biggest problem right now as a planet is this um, polarized type of um, way of way of being. And, um, you know, the way that we experience our identity right now is, is, is very nationalistic or, you know, individualistic, right? And, and instead, our only focus right now really should be trying to understand each other, trying to unify, trying to come together and see all of us as one human species all on the same team. Because for for us to even begin to fathom um, traveling out into space <laughs> and, you know, communicating with other uh, civilizations or whatever, colonizing Mars, whatever the heck, like we need to figure out our own problems first. Um, and that really starts with being able to to have understanding and compassion for each other um, as fellow humans as 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 one pair of eyes looking directly yeah. at each other right mm, we're because all the we're same. all we're all connected like we're all a tapestry <laughs> yes. of energy exactly exactly and so um and that will be our you know that will be our downfall or it will be you know the thing that unifies us mm -hmm. and that's where we're at and it has to we got to make a move. We got to bust a move <laughs> like it's, yeah. so that we don't, you know, do anything dumb. Yeah. Hopefully the latter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic about it. Hmm. Um, and the most of them, you know, the information I've gotten from other entities as well is that, you know, we're, we're on track. We're heading in the right direction. Like, Yes, things seem crazy right now. Yes, things seem worse and chaotic right now. But that's actually a sign that the momentum is building for us to finally reach that point where yeah. we can integrate. It's like the storm before the calm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What advice would you give people who are living in fear right now because of that? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's that's I know what it's like to live in fear like that. And it is it is hard. That's how I spent my whole <laughs> childhood was living in fear of like, what if we destroy ourselves? Um, and that being the thing that was like foremost on my mind. Um, and my advice would be that, well, number one, fear, fear is actually what is is keeping us divided. Mm -hmm. um, so starting to really do your own work with fear, around fear. What do you fear? What are you afraid of and why? Mm -hmm. And um, because once we start really digging into that, um, you know, fear, fear, is, fear is kind of a uniquely human thing. It is a thing that we have to contend with here on this planet as a species where we are in our development. Um, and so moving towards fear, right? Learning how to 
to work with it instead of letting it be in the driver's seat of our life, right? It's like we might experience fear, but not letting that fear um, stop us from doing what's right, what's best, um, understanding ourselves. Yeah. Because fear is just a feeling. Fear is a feeling. We are made to feel any feeling as humans. If we can learn that fear is a feeling and is nothing more than that, um, then we can start to work with it instead of letting it control our lives. Because most humans are just walking around living in fear of everything, whether it's fear of, um, you know, fear of global warming, fear of nuclear war, fear of each other, right? Mm -hmm. It's all the same. It's just we're, you know, it's the same emotion. We just have to, we have to learn to, to work with it, to sit with it and to overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. Manage it really like mm -hmm. anxiety and worry and all of those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we're, we're wired for that. Like a little, um, something that might help. This was something that helped me a lot when I, when I really started going into shadow work for myself was learning that like, we are, uh, we are wired for survival, right? As humans, we have a negative bias. We are, our brains are always going to be looking for danger. They're always between two choices. If given the choice that we are going to be okay as a species, or we are going to blow ourselves up as a species, our brain is going to gravitate towards, we are going to blow up as a species because that is our brain's way of trying to keep us safe right? Scanning for danger. Our brains don't know the difference between, um, you know, a saber tooth tiger and, um, you know, anxiety about something that maybe is missing the bus or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Being late <laughs> for school. Right. It's like yeah. our brain, our brain does not differentiate between those things that those emotions are going to feel exactly the same. It's going to feel when it comes to anxiety, right? Like it's going to feel like you're under threat of being eaten, right? Yeah. When, and, and that's our brain's way of trying to keep us, you know, keep us safe, keep us not taking any risks, right? But when we can learn to um, recognize that like, oh, hey, yeah, this is, I'm feeling fear right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awareness. Yeah, awareness without attaching a story to it, right? Or attaching extra meaning that doesn't necessarily exist. Once we can have that awareness of the feeling, that's like, oh, okay, I'm feeling fear because I had this little, this trigger, right? And then it's like when we can kind of step back, become the watcher of our emotions, of our thoughts, yeah. of, of ourselves. That's how we as, as humans begin to kind of rise above the the limitations that we have because of our species. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can be a block, you know, mm -hmm. that fear it can block us from evolving. Oh, hundred percent. That yeah. is what keeps everybody just in the same uncomfortable hell that they're living in all the time is fear. Yeah. Yeah. We learn to tolerate fear and discomfort. We, we can live a life intentionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Going back to, you mentioned shadow work. Tell mm -hmm. us a bit more about your shadow work course plans. Mm. Yes. So I am, I'm feeling really called to basically help, 
help humans do this exact work that I'm, I'm speaking of. Um, it was something that was very life-changing for me. You know, it's, it's all about being able to navigate our humanness mm-hmm. through, um, so that our humanness doesn't prevent us from, from living, um, and from being in our kind of most aligned self. Um, and of course, you know, if we're all walking around, people are walking around with very little awareness of, you know, um, their emotions, their, their beliefs, their, their fear, all this stuff. It's like, we're all walking around. Most humans, right. Are walking around with, it's like the lights are off inside the house. We're, Mm -hmm. we're just surviving. We're sleepwalking. Right. So it's kind of about like turning that light on so that we can actually see what's going on, have that awareness and begin to work with it in a way to, um, so that we are not holding ourselves back all the time, um, or creating unintentionally creating situations for ourselves that, that we actually would not intentionally create if we knew that we had a choice. So, um, so I'm going to be doing a program where, I'm actually going to be, I was going to do it as a certification program only, um, but we're going to be doing it as a, um, it's going to be a six, start out as a six month program where we are doing self-healing work together in a group live, um, along with some, some um, video material as well. And then for, for people who want to then go out into the world and do this for other people, and help other people with their own, um, you know, their own inner work, then have a, I'm going to have a additional certification track that people can opt into for maybe like an extra three months to get really, really good at facilitating these transformations for other people so that there's kind of both options for, Mm -hmm. um, whether you want to just do it for yourself, because we all deserve to, to do this type of inner work for ourselves. (laughs) Um, or whether we want, you know, and, and we kind of have to do it for ourselves first. Right. Yeah. And then go out into the world and, and help other people with this too. Yeah, of, course. of course we can't pour from an empty cup. Cliche. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I see a lot and it's really apparent, you know, I've, I've just being in the spirituality space, um, seeing a lot of people, you know, online healers, people, channels, people, you know, out there that, um, it's it's glaringly obvious who has done their own inner work and who hasn't. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's important to me to help people even know how yeah. to do this because nobody gives you a manual on it. Yeah. Um, but it's essential <laughs> to yeah. be able to 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 uh, navigate. Mm-hmm. being a human without just numbing out or tapping out yeah and for somebody who is a bit apprehensive to go on that journey what advice would you give them yeah that life gets better life gets better when we do our own self-healing when we do our inner work when we when we face our shadows when we open up the closet and we look at what's inside life gets better. Right. It's kind of like, you know, we're all kind of like, it's almost like being, um, a hoarder or something like we're all hoarders. So we got all this like 
crap in our house, but like, we don't yeah. want to look at it. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to, we're just avoiding it. Right. Yeah. But the discomfort of like living in a space like that, where there's clutter everywhere, you can't move, you're, you're contained and um, bound by these limitations. That's no way to live. Right. So it, yes, it is. It can be emotionally, um, you know, it's not always easy to, to, to see our own wounds mm -hmm. and to face them and to look at them and to yeah. process all of the, the, um, stored emotions maybe that we've had our whole life because of these wounds. But when we get to the other side, it's like the wounds heal, they begin to close and then we're able to move freely in the world. So the discomfort of, of going within is always worth the, the freedom that you get afterwards because you're no longer, um, a, pr a prisoner in your own mind. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Freedom is the, the word. It yes. really is. You're free from the cycles and yeah. The patterns. Mm-hmm. All of the un unconscious things that we, you know, we, we, we just opt into without realizing we ever opt into it. Yeah. And regarding QHC, what are your plans in 2024 for QHC? Will that continue parallelly? Yeah. So probably we'll probably do it. Um, I might do it in definitely in 2024 might do it after either after or during the yeah probably after the certification track at some point we'll we'll do another cohort in um 2024 um because it's it's still it's it it's this whole other kind of component of doing this deep really deep subconscious work um yeah. but i also want people to be i have seen i have seen what happens when people do this really deep deep subconscious work pulling up, you know, galactic stuff, working in galactic realms without mm -hmm. doing their inner work first. And I have seen where that can, that can lead people down a path to where it, things get a little bit wacky and weird. Um, because if we're going to be working with powerful galactic energies, we have to also, we have to be able to have done our inner work too. So that, um, otherwise it can be very, very confusing. Um, mm. And the, the beings that come through can take the voice of, um, our own inner wounding. Yeah. It's like, we got to clean the house before we can let the guests in. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfectly pictured. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. it can be confusing. Who's, you know, who's, who's, who's speaking talking. just as I, who's talking through me. Right. Like, because sometimes it's our ego. Yeah. Sometimes it's an entity mixed with our ego. Sometimes it's our inner child who's wounded mixed with an entity, right? Because we we haven't looked in the mirror and and opened the the hood of the car or whatever you know, whatever the metaphor. Yeah. Um, so, and that's why you know, for me, being able to navigate. Okay, you know, I have this being that I'm connected with, who comes through, who talks with me. And who pops into my brain every once in a while. Um, if I hadn't done my inner work, imagine if I was still terrified of aliens. She pops in 
and yeah. it's like, it, well, like what on earth would I hear? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> because my own fear would kind of mix. It's like we have these filters in our brains. Just this mm. is just like if you're learning how to channel, right? If you don't clean up house, yeah, then then the message gets distorted. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's like that's why you get oh sorry, go ahead. It's kind of like kind of making your way through cobwebs. You don't know what kind of spiders you'll find. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never looked, right? If you've never turned the lights on. And um, that's why, you know, you get uh, why I take channeled material very lightly. You know, I, there's only a couple channels that I trust. Um, yeah. Because, and when I took my, you know, my channeling program that I, I did, we spent, um, you know, the first, it was a year long program. The first six months was just on this, you know, belief work, making sure that we're, we're not distorting the message that's coming through. Uh, and that can happen with hypnosis. You know, it's like, if you're doing one session, that's one thing, right? But if you are trying to repeatedly connect with a galactic entity who is yeah. in your brain, you you got to do your own work also so that what comes through isn't distorted by your own fears, your own beliefs about the world. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. And if somebody wants to sign up for either course or find you, where could they find you? Yeah, my my website is a good place. It's um the starseedawakener.com. I'll put them um, in the show notes as well. Perfect. And then um yeah, I'll have my the landing page be up soon for Shadow School. Um and then on Instagram is where I interact with a lot of folks. Um I'm the Starseed at the Starseed Awakener on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I do on Tuesdays. I have my tell all Tuesdays that I do where people who are, you know, curious can yeah. come in and ask, pick my brain about whatever questions they have about um hypnosis, galactic civilizations, past lives, all this stuff. Um maybe Marcara might show up there as well, would she? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Some if she if she got like a question that was really like tickled her. <laughs> fancy and was really interesting to her sometimes she'll pop through you know when when we get uh when I get a question or a certain certain topics um that she likes to talk about she'll give me a bunch of random downloads I can (laughs) can pass those along which is fun that's cool yeah well thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the show of course and hopefully well I'll see you soon I'll see you soon (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes, yes, we are always in the same same uh, circles. So I yeah. appreciate you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate me, Sarah. you too. Thank you. Cheerio. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye.
Thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. For those of you who liked my new Hulk Hogan voice, I'm very grateful. And for those of you who don't, who didn't, don't worry, it won't be here next week. I hope all of you or any of you out there aren't suffering with the flu. I know there are loads going around, so it's highly likely that there are people who are sick out there too. But the show must go on. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. I'll leave all of the details in the show notes. And feel free to get in touch with Monet or me. And if you ever want to get on your own healing journey, please reach out. You can book a free consultation session on my website. Or if you'd like to do a shadow work course with Monet, that sounds very interesting and I'll probably do it myself. Definitely reach out there. I can't recommend her enough as a teacher, a mentor, a guide, as such a wise and authentic and trusting person who always holds space and just just love. She really does emanate love, so I highly recommend signing up for her courses. So have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. And see you next week. Cheerio.